0: Welcome to Shepherd's Gate, a podcast sponsored by Mount St. Mary Seminary in Emmitsburg, Maryland. Shepherd's Gate seeks to evangelize the world by informing and inspiring its listeners with the words and works of those who carry out the mission of priestly formation in one of the oldest and largest Catholic seminaries in the country. Join us as we present enthusiastic content to help you know how priests are being formed today and how you can live your faith better.
1: Senior Andrew Baker, Rector of Mount St. Mary's Seminary. Welcome to another edition of Shepherd's Gate, a seminary podcast. We are once again speaking with seminarians out in what I have called the diaspora, uh, out in their uh, home diocese, some of them in their parishes or in their home uh, as we deal with the COVID-19 uh, pandemic. Um, so I have on the line two seminarians. I just want to have them introduce themselves. Go ahead, guys. Hi, this is David with our theology Hi this is Peter St.
0: George uh, also back to Burlington also co-sponsored with our scientists for the military services and uh, I'm a classmate of James
1: All right so we got two classmates together where where are you what what you're in a parish right Yes so we are
0: actually living at uh, the Basilica of Saint Mary's in Old Town
1: Alexandria The Great Basilica um, yes. wh- whose rector is my classmate there? Yes, we, we've learned that, yeah. Don't believe anything he tells you. <laughs> We're writing it all down. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's, a, it's a beautiful place to be. Have they, have either one of you been there before? I've visited a couple of times. Um, Father Nicholas Blake who's uh, an alumnus of the Mount,
0: he's one of the parochial vicars here, so I've, I've come uh, to visit him a couple of times in the past. Yeah, this is
1: actually my first time out here. Um, I met Father Hathaway a few times but uh, this is my first time actually being at the parish yeah it's a, it's a beautiful church and it's the oldest parish as I think Father Hathaway will remind us not only in Virginia but West Virginia as well Yes I, I think that's the case yeah because the parish was founded before West Virginia even came into existence so he likes to make that claim. So how did you celebrate, uh, just talking about the situation, how did you celebrate the Triduum then? Did you um, have it in the parish? Were you able to assist with uh, any of the recording of it? Yeah, we were. So um, uh, we, we celebrated uh, all the, the Triduum liturgies here at the Basilica. Um, and it was really beautiful. You know, it was, it was uh, difficult not to have the pews full. But, um, but uh, you know, we, were, we, we live-streamed everything. And uh, there are a lot of
0: people that, that tuned in to to watch and, and pray from their their homes. Uh, so uh, you know, for the for the situation we're in, it was, it was quite a beautiful liturgy for sure. Yeah, and even especially the Good the Friday liturgy. Um, just the silence of the church itself was really profound. Um, just like the absence of, of people mm-hmm. um, really brought that liturgy to, to a place for me.
1: Yeah, that's beautiful hopefully we'll not have to celebrate it quite this way ever again but uh, it does have its graces and its um, lessons to teach us it certainly does um, so you, you guys always know that I asked the question about your holy hour but it may be in the context too of your schedule how are things going are you able to continue to kind of keep as much of a horarium as you, you've had here in the seminary and be able to keep up your holy hour in classes and all how's that going yeah,
0: so uh, one of the first things we did when we got out here, actually, uh, we're lucky enough to be stationed at the facility with two other Arlington Seminaries as well, actually, both uh, from St. Charles Borromeo Seminary. Uh, and so they had been out here for a little over a week, um, and so they had put together something of an orarium, and uh, basically we adapted it to uh, the Mount schedule and started looking that. Um, so it's worked out really great. We have. Pray together, morning prayer, um, and then we have uh, mass in private with one of the priests, and then uh, we all come together for evening prayer in the evening, um, and then obviously we have
1: access to the chapel to, to do our holy hour as well. So, um, doing our best to, to put together uh, some consistency in our lives uh, in the midst of this whole transition. Yeah, and how about you? Said you've been you're in contact with some of the other guys that are there from Arlington, but how about the rest of your Arlington seminarians? Any anything? That you've been able to do to stay in contact with them um yeah i mean just just talking to guys on the phone uh, texting with people and then and then seeing their
0: seeing them in class as well is always nice uh, but uh but yeah just we're, we're supposed to stay within our parishes and, and all the arlington guys are now living in a parish directory uh, so we sure. have got to get together at all uh, but sure. uh but trying to stay in
1: contact uh, via email and, and video chat and stuff. has been good. Right, right. And you mentioned, too, being in class, virtually at least, with uh, your other classmates. Um, I've been talking to some of the guys, and, and of course some of the classes, I guess, that you have are, are quote-unquote live. You're um, doing it remotely, but um, you have a particular time in which you're all meeting with the professor live, but then other things are recorded. Um, what, what's been your experience? Has it been... Uh, easy to do? Uh, has most of that been live or is or has the majority been more or less uh, pre-recorded and you're looking at it at a different time?
0: Uh, we're about half and half uh, in terms of the live versus pre-recorded. Uh, and uh, I mean, in terms of the, the live courses, I mean, they're typically just uh, the same sort of Way class went when we were um, in person back at the mountain, translated to uh, to online, and and I'll, I'll be honest with it, I do find it a lot. Uh, it's more difficult to to kind of stay engaged uh, yeah. just because of the, the format of the, the video, and mm-hmm. uh, so it's, it's definitely a challenge to do that. Uh, but uh, but we're sticking with it, you know, working hard to to, to, to try and try and make the best of uh, of the class material. So, yeah, I mean, it's it's clearly this is not the ideal situation, otherwise this would be the normal way that we do things. Yeah. Um, I think, uh, considering the situation, um, uh, our professors have been doing, you know, their best to, to deal with the sort of the frustrations that some sort of the technology can, can bring with it, um, yeah. you know, dealing with it as well. Um, just because, I mean, anytime that you're trying to express an idea, it's, it's difficult, and when you're trying to do that, too, know, 30 people in a classroom, yes. uh, that can be even more difficult, and so any any mediation of that process sort of multiplies that difficulty, um, but that being said, uh, considering the circumstances, I think the technology has worked out pretty well for the live classes, and then the recorded classes give us the opportunity to sort of um, revisit certain sections, or, or um, use the lectures as sort of a companion piece to the reading, or vice versa, so... I think it really just comes down to um, trying not to replicate the experience of the in-class situation, um, and just trying to—I um, don't know—figure out a way to use both the material and and the, and the actual classes themselves, the, the instruction itself, um, as, as companions versus uh, trying to lean on one more than the other.
1: Yeah, and get it—you just to, taking out of the situation the best that you can. I know. Uh, also from the professor's side and the formators and all, it's uh, it's hard to pre-record a, a lesson because that personal interaction is so critically important, and um, it can also change a little bit on, on how you're presenting too, and the questions that are you're asked and um, how you're responding to them. Um, plus, as, as you guys have been pointing out, it's it's not that personal encounter, and so that's a dynamic that's. Uh, really helps in the conveying of both information and, and providing um, some you know feedback and formation uh, in the classroom um, but I'm really proud of you guys you guys are doing you know you guys and all, all the ones that I've heard from um, are really making the best of the of a difficult situation so keep up the good work well done. now how about um, you've got a couple of priests there at, uh, at the Basilica and um, Tell me, tell me what you think of, of what's been kind of going through your minds and hearts, especially in your time of prayer, about life as a priest. As you observe the priests making some adjustments to their own priestly ministry, to parish work, um, what have you been seeing that that maybe you you know could be helpful um, a, as a priest? One of, one of the, uh, the things I've been reflecting on a bit is, is just watching the priests reaction to being distant from their people um, they're they're really um, it, like it pains them deeply to not be able to uh, to meet with with uh, the parishioners and and um, and spend the time with them that they, they typically do um, and it just
0: uh, it shows me it shows me how much um, they, they, they care for them and um, and it, it makes me look forward to, to being a priest in a parish and, and having you know, having a small flock to uh, to take care of, um, and uh, and really, you know, the difference between um, someone who maybe they're they're working remotely and uh, they're kind of enjoying having a little bit of a break from work versus the the priests who are um, who are like dying to get back to their people, um, and uh, they can't do a lot of their work remotely because it, it requires you know intimate personal interaction. Yes. So, uh, so that's really brought home to the uh, really the personal uh, personal aspect of priestly ministry and uh, I'm looking forward to that yeah I, I agree with Peter I think the um, reason has been like recurring through my, my prayers just that um, that these the, the priests here these are, these are priests for others um, and so being distant from those people that they serve is like as much as it's a real trial and a burden um, for the people to be um, unable to go to the sacraments or, or go to their priests in this time. I think it's it's also a, a real uh, a real burden and a trial for the priest uh, not being able to go out to their people. Mm-hmm.
1: What do you think would be the um, benefits, if you will, or, or the future fruits of this time? Um, hopefully, God willing, uh, there'll be some steps taken in the in the near future where we can get back to somewhat of a, uh, a more normal way of life, especially in the parishes, although we're not quite sure how or, or when, that's going to be more up to the uh, coronavirus itself and uh, and also um, the government. But what do you think could be a possible good fruit um, for people in their spiritual lives and their relationship with the parish and um, and, and their, their Catholic faith? absence makes the heart grow fonder, right? And and uh, you know maybe it's overused
0: and, and kind of corny, but but there's some there's an important truth to that. In that, um, in this time of being away from the sacraments, we're reminded of how important they are, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, and that that opportunity to be distant kind of stretches our hearts. Uh, I think in, in not being fulfilled in the way in which we. we Want to be, uh, we grow a desire for the Lord um, in in the Eucharist and um, kind of in the the, the experience of, of the, the local church being together. So I hope that um, hope that when when we're able to come back um, together and have both mass, people will return uh, and, and joyfully uh, receive the Lord again with with kind of a new fervor and new um, and new reverence.
1: Greater appreciation. I think that that um, phrase, you know, distance makes the heart grow fonder, is is still very true, um, especially in this kind of a situation. So, what about other things? You know, you're not just doing studying, praying, studying. Um, how are you? Just relaxing a little bit. Um, old Alexandria is a kind of built-up place. Uh, can you get out for a walk at least? Uh, have you been able to get some exercise in? Doing any reading or what are you doing for more downtime, leisure time? Yeah, so, uh, i
0: was uh, lucky to, to be in a parish where uh, they have a couple bikes, because I, I don't have a, I don't have a bicycle myself, but um, they have a couple extra bikes here, so I've gone out with uh, Father Nicholas and, uh, and Peter here a few times now, um, just to go out on a ride. Uh, it's definitely surprising to see how many people are out. Um, I think people are just trying to... Know, spend some time in the fresh air, get a little sunlight, mm-hmm. and uh, that's definitely been good for me too. Because, um, you know, they can go by pretty quick without, um, you know, getting a little sunlight and you know, getting out and getting some exercise. Um, so just keeping that in mind and, uh, you know, trying to go on a walk every once in a while, take a bike ride, get some exercise in, um, doing what you can. There isn't a ton of space exactly, yeah, <laughs> to right. do much. Um, uh, but just taking advantage of what's what's there. Um.
1: Luckily, it's, it's been pretty beautiful in Virginia for the last uh, couple weeks, so people have been able to get out and uh, haven't been too cramped inside. Yeah. And I know, I know Peter, you like to cycle a lot. You even have a, a special s- cyclist shirt, right? Uh, yeah. So I
0: don't actually have one, but there are a bunch of guys in the seminary who have a seminary uh,
1: cycling jersey. Yeah, but, it's got our new uh, shield. I got,
0: one, I got a cycling later, the cycling train a little
1: too late after have to get one this coming year. Yeah, I, hope, I, I thought you might be doing some advertising down there in old Alexandria. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're beautiful shirts that got the, our new seminary uh, shield on it and motto and everything, they really look, they look great. Yeah, the
0: motto is should and
1: taken, so, uh, I mean, that, that's that's a
0: cyclist's dream to climb the mountain. Yeah. You know, so, there aren't really any mountains around here to climb, so no. what I'll do this afternoon is just go ride like laps
1: up a hill. Yeah. And yeah. Yeah. Imagine that I'm, I'm back in. Uh, that I did you're climbing around. the Pyrenees and the Tour de France or something? Yeah. 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 That <laughs> so, well, actually, that's one of the great things about
0: Evansburg is it's, it's right
1: you can talk to. we not huge mountains, but there's, there's decent climbs around there. So. Yeah. Yeah. they certainly are. Yeah. Well, um how about your families? Have you been in touch with them? Um, have you especially you know for e- for Easter what what's that experience been like?
0: Yeah, so uh, luckily uh, a lot of my family is, is uh, still at home, so I was able to FaceTime in on Easter Sunday and uh, catch up with a lot of them, sort of all at once over so FaceTime. Great. Um, and then uh, my oldest brother, uh, his wife and kids, they have a like a shared uh, album uh, with the rest of the family, so we got. My nephews and nieces uh, doing their Easter egg hunt and stuff like that. So um, it's been, it's been, you know, tough being distant from them. And uh, but that being said, it's, it's the same sort of uh, technology that's keeping us connected to the mountain, our class, and stuff like that. It also mm-hmm. connects us back to our family. So yeah, advantage um, that has been, been nice. Um, and like I said, it's 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 good to be uh, able to uh, sort of spend uh, this. I don't know difficult uh time like you know, transition to a sort of a, uh unusual way of life um with a lot of other people who are going through it and then you know being able to share the fruits of that with, with my family has been good
1: yeah great peter how about you
0: yeah so my uh my family were a little bit spread out my parents and my younger siblings are in the northern virginia area but my uh, my older siblings and their families are out in california so we're kind of used to to staying in touch via FaceTime and, uh, and phone calls and stuff, um, and we were, um, you know, my parents were hoping to go out to California for Easter, um, they couldn't, obviously, because of uh, travel limitations, um, but we were, you know, we, we got together on, uh, on FaceTime and talked, and, and uh, definitely getting some really cute pictures of my nieces and nephews uh, as, as spring begins to, uh, to uh, show up out on the West Coast. Um, yeah, everyone's doing great, um, and, and good to, good to get, get to talk to them, uh, see how they're all doing, so. Yeah,
1: so we're using the same technology. On Easter Sunday night, I did the same with my family. It was my sister, my youngest sister, who called a Zoom meeting on Easter Sunday night, but she's in Hong Kong, so okay. she, she was at 8 o'clock in the morning, Monday morning, and Zooming in um, for us on the eastern side of the united states at eight o'clock at night the night before easter sunday night so we had a big family reunion if you will with um, my siblings and nieces and um, nephews and some grand nieces and nephews as well so we had a, a great time yeah well what what about um what about the mount itself what now that you've been away uh, from the normal kind of uh, pre-sea formation and away from Physically from here at the mount, uh, what do you miss the most about the mount? Uh, I definitely miss um, you know my fellow seminaries, my my, my friends uh, uh, the close to. you know I miss I miss uh, seeing them in person getting to hang out with them talk to them um, you know talk about the books we're and reading and whatever enjoy
0: just enjoy each other's company um, that's that's for sure the biggest thing I've missed and you know, staying. I've been staying in touch with many of them via some of these technologies, but you really just can't. Uh, you can't replace kind of living in the same spot with people. So I mm-hmm. uh, definitely have been have been missing that. Yeah, but, it's
1: um, it's it's empty around here. I mean, the, 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 it's very odd not having anybody around. Yeah, and even just thinking about like the um, ordinarily like during breaks and stuff like that. There's a there's you know, that. Diocese
0: and everything like that. Um, but even this sort of circumstance, there's um, even sort of less of an availability um, that's normally there. Um, living together during the school year is great, that uh, opportunity for spontaneous fraternities is really great. Um, but then during breaks, you know, you can go visit people, you can um, try to keep up uh ways that you normally can. But this, is, this takes some, um, you know, additional effort to make that happen locked in where they are, um, and so making sure that that fraternity stays in um, you know, our lives is taking sort of an extra effort, which, you know, it's good to be able to um, practice that sort of intentionality in, in friendships. so um, there's there's some fruits to it, but um, definitely miss having that opportunity to sort of just, uh, you know, walk down the hall and, and spend
1: some time with some friends. Yeah, yeah. Well, we certainly miss having you guys here, that's for sure. It's a it's a, it's a little odd, you know. In uh, my hallway, I've got a couple of priests. Um, Monsignor Montero is here, and Father Gross is here, and Father McManus. Um, but then you go upstairs to McSweeney, and it's just uh, Monsignor Heinz, is on third floor, and and then Jacob George, Jacob and Joelle Philip are, are still here. Uh, Jacob has got the entire fourth floor of McSweeney to himself. <laughs> so, uh, and then I. I think um, Monsignor Cummings and Joelle are on the same floor uh, in Mulcahy, but that's that's pretty barren, if you will, too. And all of Gallagher, there's nobody living in Gallagher now. So it's, it's, it, it is odd. The seminary is strange without seminarians, and it's unexpected. We, we know that happens during the summer, but then we have the camps coming in during the summer, and that keeps us uh, hopping. There's always somebody around. Uh, but not having anybody here except for the, there's 10 of us, 10 priests, which includes Father Moran, who's the the chaplain at the university, uh, plus uh, Joel and Jacob. That's all we've got here. So uh, we miss you guys and are looking forward to the day in which we're back uh, to somewhat of a normal way of life. Yeah, we're looking forward to it as well. Okay, well, guys, any final thoughts? Um, This podcast certainly will be listened to by... uh, a lot of different people but primarily it'll be um seminarians and faculty staff alumni anything any message you want to give to them any final thoughts yeah just uh just want to let y'all know that we're, we're praying for you um, that uh you know this this is sort of a crazy time um but it's a great time to draw closer to the lord um and, and remember that uh you know he's risen and and that's what
0: uh only available to us that are that are not right now including the sacraments and and, um, and that's really difficult and I think a lot of people are um, probably And, and to, to inspire Christ in um, the people that they uh, have before them. Um, and that can be challenging, but we'll be praying for you. And, uh, yeah, happy Easter.
1: Great. Thanks, guys. That kind of reminds me of the Gospel of today, the two uh, disciples on the road to Emmaus. They asked the Lord to remain with them, right? Mane no domine. And uh, we ask certainly the same. The Lord, we know he is accompanying us. He is with us, as he was with those two disciples, no matter where we are no matter what kind of circumstances uh that we're living under so well um to our audience thank you very much for joining us during this episode of shepherd's gate no uh as uh, dave and peter have said that you are all in our prayers we ask you to pray for us uh, at the mount uh, all the seminarians and faculty and staff administration that we might continue our ministry of priestly formation and as our vision statement says to send down Uh, From the Mount, holy self-sacrificial shepherds for the people of God, to light a fire on the earth for the salvation of souls. So everyone, um, may you have a, a blessed Easter, and God bless you one and all.